sometimes I get so mad there's no control Ladies and gentlemen, just in case you live under a rock I might grab a bat, I don't know My rap, my blood boils over like Oh God, here goes I lost all feeling from my head to my toes You said some shit that I can't let go So just stay tuned for the rest of the show So have you ever felt betrayed? Switch just how you see things Realize something needs change Cause I know you got me fucked up Let me show you what's up Cause enough is enough I'll take a face full of pavement Just to make a statement I know there's no turning back Oh God, adrenaline wasted So mad I can taste it I know there's no turning what is up everyone welcome to the heal the ring podcast i am the don of the watch on bx sport jedi kev it's been a while we haven't done a uh, heal the ring podcast but i just wanted to come up revamp it re-energize revigorate it and what is going on we're going to start off with smackdown the Friday Night Smackdown edition of the Heal the Ring podcast. What a night. I know it's a little late. I know it's Monday. We marinated the whole weekend, but I just had to give my thoughts on Smackdown to last Friday night. My goodness, the match between the Usos for the Undisputed Tag Team Champions against the New Day. What a match. This match had a little bit of everything. Once for all, both of these tag teams, I know we've seen them various times in the ring. And you'll say, what can we get from this match again? Well, once, once, just when you thought that the stakes were not that important, the new the kudos to the New Day and the Usos, Jimmy and Jay, they raised their bar. This was, of course, for the longest tag team um, uh, bragging rights. You know, New Day was is the longest was the longest tag team, and they had this match. There was a lot of implication on this match, and. These guys deliver. My God, the match started off back and forth, high flying. You had a little bit of everything here of uh, Jimmy and Jay uh, from the hot tag for Xavier Woods. My goodness, the speed, the agility on these guys. Once you thought this match was, once you thought this match was, what can we see next? I, I'm, I'm speechless. I wish I could have great words to articulate how I felt, but um, Kingston was making you know a couple efforts there off the top ropes he was leaping with, with wasted arms of his opponent um the kick out from xavier woods from the double the double splash from the usos i mean my goodness right just when you thought xavier woods was going to get pinned and he kicks out on that finish um jay we also saw jay covering his ears you know when people were chanting for sammy sane now sammy sane wasn't available and Unfortunately, he had a, a, a passing in his family, and he might not even be at War Games either, not because of the passing of the family. Um, I'll, I'll bring that news notes, but Kevin Owens in a house show made his return on Saturday night in Peora, um, Illinois, and he got injured, knee injury. So Kevin Owens might be out of action for a couple of months now 
on a knee injury, and he was scheduled to be part of the war games with the Usos, uh, against the Usos, and joining uh, Sheamus and Drew McIntyre, and that for the war games matchup. And now Kevin Owens is out, so I don't know if they'll just leave Sami Zayn out and let him attend to the personal matters and grieving uh, for Sami Zayn and his family. So I, I don't know where that goes there. So or they're just uh, they normally it's a five on five matchup. Maybe they'll just go with the strictly four on four bloodline. And of course, Brawling Brutes with Drew McIntyre. We shall see there. But after this match, back and forth, we have some. We saw some great hot tags, and we see we even hear Michael Cole give uh, Biggie props for his vomit in the new days. And here's a story run. We also seen seen in the back watching along in this match. Roman Reigns and Solo Sokoa along with Heyman watching and checking him out and and seeing how if his cousins will retain and make history. So that was another interesting aspect of it. And all and of course with a with a wonderful finish uh, and uh, another classic match that you could take you could talk about it for weeks to go you could watch it i've watched the match three times already and of course the usos defeat the new as uh, they retain the titles they are now going to be the longest reigning wwe champions so congratulations to jimmy and jay Uso. They are going to be in WWE history. Of course, they surpassed Demolition, now the New Day, and now it is the Usos. Kudos on Jimmy and Jay for being the longest tag team in history. So we also, after SmackDown returns, we have the start of the World Cup matches. Now, the first one that kicked off, we had uh, for, it was Mexico versus Japan. It was Shinsuke Nakamura taking on Legado Fantasma's own. Santo Escobar in a match. Wow. You know, you'll, you'll see this tag team match that almost went 40 minutes and you in 40 minutes long. And they give you another, another filet mignon. They give you, they get, you know, and it's Santo Escobar and Nakamura. My God, those two could go. Now, those that are, are new to seeing who Santo Escobar is, he is, he was phenomenally well-known in the in the worlds of the nxt nxt world you know phenomenal job he was a cruiserweight champion he was a, a um, leader of legado fantasma with cruz del toro and joaquin wild they're there you see them there those are his his henchmen along with selena vega selena vega is new to him into the main roster normally as electra lopez but electra lopez stood in the nxt to run nxt herself and her storyline but they they added like they added Selena Vega to that storyline. So, but all in all, Santo, that's who you get from him. He's a high flyer who could wrestle. Uh, Santo Escobar is a second generation uh, wrestler and it showed that, you know, from phenomenal moves back and forth from Nakamura. Nakamura, his resume speaks for himself the way he is. He is a, a Japanese strong wrestler who who is phenomenal, phenomenal in his own former champion, former uh, world champion as well. And of course, Nakamura wiped out the, uh, the Toro and Wild at the ringside. So they're using that that um, like distraction, classic heel move. And of course, you get Santo Escobar with the Phantom Driver um, uh, was equally part as dangerous picture in picture from the top ropes. But you see him hit with that driver and gets the win. Santo Escobar moves on here, but it was a legit match to kick out this tournament this tournament was phenomenal um this is you know to start off the first match was totally phenomenal there you know and of course to see nakamura do business and allow santo escobar 
it helps it helps and it, and it benefits Santo Escobar's uh, match here and just got called up and he moves on here so I, I really really enjoy it and seeing this can't can't wait for matchup number two between these uh, for the next round and we'll we'll break that down as we move along but before we go on we have a backstage promo with LA Knight LA Knight joined by Megan Morin in the backstage interview and it was interrupted um, by none other than Bray Wyatt so we finally was asking who is going to be Bray Wyatt's first opponent uh, and who is he going to go after and I'm surprised it was LA Knight I actually like it because LA Knight is a hell of a promo cutter you know he cuts a hell of a promo on the microphone skill Bray Wyatt you know confronts him and of course typical LA Knight doesn't give a crap and and he wants to get that zinger and you see the back of the TV where the the Wyatt symbol comes on. It's like an ultra eagle. And when he hears that, Bray Wyatt just headbunts the living crap out of LA Knight. It shows that Unleashed is evil. And it looks like Bray Wyatt has an ultra eagle. I'm thinking, me personally, going on a limb, I'm thinking that Bray Wyatt is un Uncle Howdy. I don't think it's a different person, although people say it might be so and so and, and it might be a different person. It might be, you know, uh both both dallas others i believe this is a, another persona of bray wyatt another character like he's gonna have like a multiple personalities um with different personas i'm believing it's gonna I, i'm just believing that that persona triggers him you know and maybe we might even see a fiend you know at, at a time he might just be one of those wrestlers that just clicks certain music certain vibes certain matches certain moves just might make him just click and turn into a different persona that's just my opinion with with that with Bray Wyatt but it'll be interesting now it looks like it's set for probably war games it's going to be LA night it'll be interesting to see where that goes where that mat where that feud goes into the war games then we had a six pack challenge for the number one contenders in the ladies and of course you got Liv Morgan Raquel Rodriguez Zion Lee Shanti Sonya Deville and Len and Lazy Evans all in the match. Now this typical match uh, for the number one contender, you had some ladies uh, in and out of the ring at the time. Some ladies were feuding uh, outside the ring. Um, it, it, this was a back and forth. They were very very entertaining match here. There was one part of the match that got a little chaotic, um, and I guess that's what Liv Morgan now. She likes that chaos. There was a spot where Raquel Rodriguez was going to do. A slam on the table and and Liv Morgan came for the jump. Neither lady went to the through the table. It was kind of a botch, but both lady they was a total missed the table. They, I like kudos to Michael Cole, who pointed out and said, "Oh, they um, Liv Morgan might have hit got the worst of that. Although they missed the table, but she looked like she hit the corner of the table, which that's unforgiving." Instead of saying I was a botch, he he actually played it off there kudos to him he's a professional he's one of the best he's being one of the best at it to call any 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 of the wrestling shows the smackdown or, or raw or even a, a premium live event that's why he's one of the best of all time when it comes to michael cohen he just you know went in it and was so natural and of course that spot there and it left shanti all alone in the ring with evans and shanti gets the victory and gets the pin so Shanti is the number one contender, and she has the right to take on Ronda Rousey in summer in, in Survivor Series War Games 
And it'll be interesting because it looks like the WWE is giving and Triple H is giving the Shanti that push. You know, Shanti, very entertaining in NXT. If you have a chance to, if you have the Peacock Network, um, please watch some of the old NXT of Shanti. They got her tank back. So ever since, you know, Triple H has taken over the creative, you see now that they bought the, the tank back. They helping, they're giving Shanti a push. She was the hostess um, along with, with Quincy, Quincy, Elliot on Halloween Havoc in NXT. So Shotzi is getting over. They're giving her this push. Now it's up to her to sell. Now she's getting the pushes up to her to sell and to the fan base to endear and, and want to push a Shotzi. So maybe there might be an upset or title range. Although we'll have that for a preview for uh, War Games for Survivor Series, but we'll do that for another video. But there's, they will be the ones going at it. Kudos, all in all, if, if you like it or not, at least you're giving a different taste, a different competitor going at it. Shotzi taking on Rousey. We've seen that match before, and I know we, but this is, I think this is going to be a different level. I think these ladies are going to bring it for some reason. We'll, we'll, in my opinion, I think they're going to bring it. They're going to have a good match at the Survivor Series, in my opinion, there. So after that, we go to they were they actually go on a commercial break, but before that we get the second World Cup matchup between Braun Strowman and Jinder Mahal. And we come when they come back from the break, you see Jinder Mahal by the work by the by the trophy. It's a World Cup trophy. He's trying to cut a, a minor promo and Braun interrupts him. Now this match here, not a lot to say. I'm I am one of the fan of Jinder Mahal. I one of those fans that I, I embraced Jinder Mahal uh, um, when he was the WWE champion. It was something different. I was like, "Whoa, McMahon put the title on Mahal, and Jinder delivered." I thought he was a good world champion. Of course, here we know what it is. He's there to for an enhance, not not kind of an enhancement, but to get Braun over. You know, Braun has on a momentum winning that victory against the big guy Omas. And Crown Jewel. Now he's in this tournament representing uh, USA, and we know we we know we're gonna win, have a winner and a loser. And of course, Braun Strowman makes it look easy. He goes in, he beats Jinder Mahal, and he's one leg closer to getting you know the winner of this tournament. Not only you get the International Cup of um, World, you know SmackDown World Cup, but you have a right to a championship match against Gunther for the Intercontinental Champion. So. I can see how how they're trying to push Strowman right now. The competitors right now with against Gunther, you Gunther and Braun Strowman, that'd be an interesting matchup there. The power of of, of Braun, the way Gunther's such a big persona with the way he fights, that's an interesting to see if they're going to um, pan out of that. That's a matchup to see, or even Santo Escobar versus uh, Gunther. That's another matchup. You know, both guys. NXT, the NXT UK, NXT, and both guys know got uh, Santos Escobar in the Cruiserweight Classic, Cruiserweight former Cruiserweight Champion, North American Champion. It, that'd be phenomenal. See those two guys go at it. They'll bring it. But of course, there's more competitors because there's more brackets. And of course, we will we'll see how this tournament fares out. When they go into commercial break, you see Shanti. Shanti is backstage with. On the base, and of course, Shotzi plays. Uh, kind of teases Shotzi about Rousey, and, and he's 
Of course, she's hyped. She won. She was uh, gloating. I'm winning, and I'm going to come for uh, Rousey. So then, Baser baits her and says, "She's right behind you." She turns around and boom. And then Shauna Baser again puts another woman in a chokehold to sleep. She did. We saw that with Natalia. Now here with Chanti, it'll be interesting to see if Shauna Baser starts interfering in these matches and help Rousey. We 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 got the Ronda Rousey total heel turn. And that's what everyone wanted. I think personally, she works better as a heel. I think Ronda Rousey as a heel works. Shauna Baszler as a heel works. Now, would eventually would it be Shauna Baszler, Tam Trent going after Ronda Rousey for the title? Who knows? We we know, but or personally, personally, if I'm not saying Shotzi should be the women's champion, but if they were to take the script, the the SmackDown World Champion off of Rousey, I wouldn't mind Baszler. And Rousey as a tag team title run. Although Shauna Baszler was phenomenal in NXT, one of the second longest women to ever hold the NXT championship. She has a title range, you know, legendary. But it just, for me, it hasn't kicked into another gear with Baszler in the WWE main roster yet. And Rousey, she was a bad woman in the NXT. I mean, in, in a UFC, excuse me, phenomenal fighter. I, I was one who used to buy the paper, who used to watch because she was electric. WWE. I wasn't feeling her with the baby face, with the Joan Jett introduction. I think she needs a, a, a and I'm and I'm liking the heel repackaging. I like the Roddy Roddy Ronda with the Piper. I get it. I like it as well. But she does not have the microphone skills of a Roddy Piper to be swift and quick. For but I like the heel turn. I like it. She is the she is the baddest woman in the planet. Be a heel, and I think that fits her perfect. And that's why I, I, I'm liking that her being being a heel along with Shauna Baszler. I personally would love them to be a tag team, tag team and go after the women's tag titles. That adds another element because now they could safe work with each other. Their matches are not boring. You know, that's what the internet Twitter says. They or they people find her matches boring. They didn't like her in Charlotte and WrestleMania. They didn't like her in Liv Morgan. You know, it was it was clunky and and. You can't blame the opponents because now you're the common denominator. And I think she's a good performer. Um, she draws butts to the seats. People want to see Rousey, Ronda Rousey wrestle. They When you put her in a marquee, the venues sell. She is a draw. And, I've, and I think with Baser together will be phenomenal. I would love them to have like a Jimmy Hart. I, I'm not saying Jimmy Hart should return, but they need a manager. Like a Jimmy Hart causing havoc. To release these ladies like a little pick squeak, and I know the perfect pick squeak is um, Robert Stone. You know, Mr. Stone down in NXT, he is a little bit. He's a pick squeak who gets under people's skin. He's he, he's very, he's a very thin man, a short man will be perfect for the ladies, and he could be the microphone. He could be the mouthpiece. Let him be the mouthpiece. Rousey promos aren't so great. Let me ask you, when was the most memorable promo when she went back and forth? You don't, you can't recall. They're all a little bit, not cringeworthy because she is, she, she is very gifted. It's not up to WWE, that top level star of promo. Where there's nothing wrong with that. Not everyone can speak on the microphone and, and cut great promos. You know, that's not, not her strength, but she is, she draws, but she is what she is. She's a, a she's a money getter. She get money getter in my, in aspect is people pay to won't see her. I want to see her wrestle. Yes. You know, despite of anyone's, Saying that she's not 
you know, some people say she's boring. I, I, I can, I'm actually interested to see what she does and how it translates to the, to the wrestling ring. You know, it might match after match. She's getting better. But for now, I think they need a mouthpiece. They need a mouthpiece. I would love them to bring up Mr. Stone from NXT and just let him be a mouthpiece for them. He's the perfect pig squeak, the perfect, the perfect weasel, you know, and then the Bobby Dwayne and that type to to get them going. Let them go up there. Let them manage a couple of people. And one of them, the ladies, you know, will bring havoc um, um, personally and just let them cut promos and, and on the mic and, and set them up and we shall see. But I don't know if WWE will do that. I don't know if they, you know, I don't know if Rousey will, will, will put that aside and allow a manager mouthpiece um interesting i think they wanted to do that with Paige before she left to to out of the company to aw but Paige didn't seem like uh more of a not a much of a mouthpiece neither though she could cut some good promos but uh i think you need a guy like mr stone personally but we shall see where that is so continue on here before before that we saw the promo after choking her out we had a we were scheduled for a match b fab and from Hit Row was taking on Selena Vega. And before this match even starts, we get an interruption. We get the Viking Raiders come out. Eric and Ibar obliterated all the all five male stars. Um, Vega escapes unscathed. You know, B5, not so much. You know, Sarah Logan has returned. Sarah Logan with her new look, part of the Viking Raiders. And she just walloped. And, of course, what a, a reintroduction again for the Viking Raiders they're back again and of course they look menacing they come out their introductions are always menacing they're they look the part they're big wrestlers they're they're big large men to me it's setting up a, a six person three-way match um going into war games unless if they find other competitors that they want to put five on five but it looks like it's going to be hit row uh taking on legado fantasma taking on the viking raiders you know in 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 war games would love to see that in the cage let them go at it you know i i don't know the question is um that trying to find out if survivor series war games is going to be all cage matches or are we just going to have two war game matches only i i heard two war game matches first but there's so much here so much uh meat here on the bone on the on that we could have cage matches galore so i would love to see more cage matches or the whole pretty much whole vet war game type of style matches you know you you wwf has gotten a large roster um other than the women's match uh between the the, the women's title for smackdown um is the only one that's a one-on-one so far here on um, for now of course we'll see how it breaks down here what what um seeds they're planting for later down the road so we see that there sarah logan's back well, she, you know, formerly known from the Riot Squad. We shall see how that turns out. Then we have the closing segment. Of course, you see Bloodline is going to address. Uh, Roman Reigns has something to say. Before that, uh, of course, the, the Universal Champion comes out with, with the Usos and Solo and the, the Wise Man. And, of course, Roman Reigns was going to say a promo, was going to say that he was, it's not easy being my cousin. And... But, and he stopped, was interrupted by the Brawling Brutes, Butch and Rich Holland comes out, interrupts us, and lets us know that Sheamus has returned. Sheamus has returned, and then he, and of course, they head out, and Drew McIntyre follows suits, and we get an all-out brawl. Now, of course, the WWE is setting up a war games, of course, they're setting up their pay-per-view, and they, t- they tease it, and later on, we got the word, it's going to be 
them in, this, in all four men. It was supposed to be five on five. Again, Kevin Owens injured in Peroa, Illinois, over a house show, his knee. He's out for he's out indefinitely. Don't know the severity of his injury. Of course, Sami Zayn was dealing with some family issues, but he was expected to come back unless if if they bring in another person in in part of the McIntyre group. You know, it'll be interesting um, to see who they put in there. Um, a wrestler, maybe a Matt Cass Moss, gets into into it with a Solo Sokoa backstage, and they'll put a Matt uh, Matt Cass and Sami Zayn. It'd be interesting because SmackCast is not doing anything currently right now. That's not any feuds currently, but we'll shall see there. But, my, but of course, I love Paul Heyman. This is one thing I want to say about Paul Heyman, and Paul Heyman is the best. He is the GOAT. Now, Paul Heyman, Sheamus came out, and just like my podcast in the beginning of the program, my microphone kept coming and cutting in and out. So, Heyman, immediately with the wise man that he is, totally burned Sheamus. Can't even get the microphone working. I love it because Paul Heyman, that's what he does. He is a classic heel. He is one of the most sharpest tongues when it cuts a promo. And that's that helps. That has helped so much Roman Reigns' gimmick, bringing him there to the Swiseman. Not only, not only with Roman Reigns, but Brock Lesnar. You know, phenomenal job, um, Paul Heyman, just, just being the mouthpiece. This is something I would like Rousey to have. That's why I go back to the stone. You know, I don't think Heyman will... Uh, he's busy with the way the world champion to have enough time to run a Rousey. You know, they need that type of, of uh, manager. Ladies and gentlemen, you know, I love it when he talks. So this is Paul Heyman classic. The microphone, of course, you get the melee. You get the, the send off with SmackDown with all the competitors going at it. And, of course, you're looking forward to seeing more games. You're like, wow, War Games is going to be awesome. You know, and, that, and that's not that's just the SmackDown side. We haven't gotten Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Raw, we have some some more um, build up for these Survivor Series War Games. But before we get to the Monday Night Raw results and and speak, I just want to take a moment about this weekend. This weekend, I was I went I had the privilege. Thank you to Terrence, a good friend of ours from NXT, invited us to go to NXT Live from in Orlando. And before all that, I just want to give a shout out to the TWC, the Wrestling Club, out in Brooklyn. Um, Phenomenal job. I, I made a sign for the wrestling club. I took it, took it. We had front row seats and we heckled or, you know, in a nice way, not not an obnoxious or, or a diligent way. We were we were bothering Walt, Grayson Waller and we had an interaction with Grayson Waller back and forth. It's on our Twitter page and I tagged the, the, the Vic, Mr. Victor, um, the teacher, the professor there for the wrestling club. And of course, we 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 went out and represented the wrestling club with the T-shirts. Uh, I had a Braun Breaker shirt. I had a, a, a poster, and the wrestling club. And we got a reaction from Mr. Grayson Waller. Mr. Grayson Waller. He let me tell you about Mr. Grayson Waller. That man, he is the. Be honest with you, I believe he is the number two best wrestling heel in the WWE. That says a lot because he is a microphone skills he next to paul Heyman, um and that's a compliment grayson waller could cut some promos immediately not only that he could he could go in the ring young talented wrestler i don't know how long nxt is going to hold this kid down in the nxt level because he is main roster ready and matter of fact since last year since january actually since january he has been on fire with that that la night battle back and forth between Grayson Waller and NA Knight 
was phenomenal. Their match in Vengeance, uh, in NXT Vengeance. Grayson Waller is a WWE star, not just an NXT star, a WWE star. He, no, he gets it. You know, everyone says The Miz, The Miz, The Miz. I'm sorry. I think Grayson Waller one one ups The Miz right now because The Miz right now is stocked down. Miz already, I believe, Miz already peaked his highest. Grayson Waller is just touching the surface. You know, he's right there. You could say at an MJ MJF level. MJF right now is one of the most hottest wrestlers out there um, with the microphone and, and the way he. But but Grayson Waller does not need to use profanity. You know, or, or in, you know, he could does he insults, yes, but he's not that vulgar insults. Um, at the at NXT, they don't use vulgarity, and Grayson Waller just zings, not just wrestlers, the crowd members, the the you know, oh my God, he he was on fire on Saturday night. He you know he mentioned uh, how, you know, he, he Grayson Waller sucks, and and he, and he says that's how you say that's exactly how your parents say every time they put you to sleep and they close the door night night. I mean, he is he comes up with these zingers. I mean like sharp as a tongue. So we had a back and forth with the wrestling club. He says, oh yeah, he tried to grab my sign and I was quick enough to, to pull my sign without, because Waller does that. He grabs the sign and he rips them. He tears, his, that's his signature. He grabs your sign, he grabs them and he tears them up. That's a Grayson Waller staple. He couldn't do it to my sign. I was too quick enough. He had to be quick enough. And we had a nice, we had a uh, wrestling fan to wrestling heel exchange. Nothing vulgar. Nothing where security needed to come, but it was a back and forth for the wrestling club, and it was fun. It was fun. That's what you're supposed to have in wrestling. It's not personal. It's part of the show. You hear, thank you, Grayson Waller, for making me part of the program, part of the wrestling show. There with the, And also for the wrestling club, we got your back, wrestling club, as we mentioned there on the, on the Twitter, on the video. So let's go right to that NXT Live event. And this was in Orlando, Florida, where I live, of course. And, of course, it started off with the debut of Bellator's own Valerie Lorena. Valerie Lorena came out with Bronco Nima and Zion Quinn. They had a mixed six-man, six-mixed tag match taking on Chase U, Andre Chase, Duke Hudson, and Thea Hale. Now, the match, let me tell you, the match was phenomenal. All six competitors worked. Um, I know WWE, and we see in, in AAA wrestling, a little bit in AEW and other, um, the mixed tag. And I know WWE's been, did that more, but they don't emphasize too much. But this mixed tag, the way they're doing it um, now, the modern times, it, it looks so, so clean. It was It worked. I like Zion Quinn. Here, this is the second time Zion Quinn has been with Bronco Nima and his partner. Um, which, if you watch Level Up on Friday, they all wrestled in a six-man tag, and there was another um, phenomenal match there. Uh, if you check it out, it was an Enfe Nofe um, Odyssey and, and Malik. They they wrestled on Level Up Saturday. They wrestled here. Um, this was match was so good. Uh, you know, back and forth, two cuts in. I like his angle with Chase U. If those that like watch the NXT, um, I I like him be infiltrating him there as a weasel and trying. And he's trying to. I, I can see it that he's going to turn on Chase U some way somehow. I like that. But he was there helping out Mr. Chase. You know, Dia Hale, ball of energy. No matter what, even on the house show, she was like she looked like she takes 
um, a bowl of cereal with, with a lot of sugar, either Frosted Flakes or, 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 or uh, Fruity Pebbles. And as and, and instead of milk, she eats it with, red, with a Red Bull. And she just, because she's a ball of energy. Phenomenal. Phenomenal um, performer in ring. Um, the way she just, and she's getting better. You know, only 19 years old. Her wrestling skills keep getting elevated. And then Valerie Lorena. What can we say about Valerie Lorena? Her first wrestling debut in attendance. Her, fa her family were in attendance. Her mother, her, her, her mother, her father, her sisters. Um, she, natural. She wasn't clunky. No botches. She fixed the character well. She played the heel role with Bronco and Zion. They all look like natural heels. Even in her ring ring ability, the, the, the moves she did. She did a lot of different moves. In the ring, um, classic basic wrestling moves looked clean, crisp, and she got the mannerisms down as a heel uh, or as a wrestler. Excellent. She works. She looked like she put a lot of good work in her craft with her teacher Norman Smiley in in the performance center and the other bookers that worked with her. She did a phenomenal job. She even did a, an MMA kick, you know, to Andre Chase and the double team aspect of it. It all looked clean, no clunky, no clock. The whole match, this match, to be honest with you, this should have been on TV. You know, th th this whole card, I'm going to be honest with you, this should have been taped and put on either level up, edited, because the whole event tonight that I'm going to break down, this was really good. It, it left me saying, why can't we see this on Tuesday nights? This is what the type of matches or the type of um, – in ring ability we need to see on tuesday night nothing wrong with tuesday nights i attend tuesday nights with my wife and and the heal the ring podcast members you know we go and we attend to my next c live every tuesday and there's nothing wrong with the program on tuesday but this nxt live in orlando was unbelievable i'm still we're still owing and owling of all the matches and all of a sudden this we were like wow what, what a what a great great event here so we get that match back and forth here, and we get a win. We get the winner. Uh, Duke cuts in. They chase you. They get the victory. They defeat uh, Bronco Nima, Zion Quinn, and Valerie Lorena. Valerie Lorena, she's keep an eye out. Um, I don't think she's going to debut as Valerie Lorena. I think it's going to be Valerie Vice. I don't know where her name is going to be. They didn't do. They didn't do the proper ring introduction for her. But she, look for her down the road um, in singles. Uh, you know, I personally. I will leave. I will leave. I will leave Zion Quinn to be the leader of this new facet. You know, you have Legado. You had Legado Fantasma. You had Toxic Attraction. You you had you know you have different. You have Joe Gacy in, in the dyads. I would like no, Zion Quinn to keep Bronco Nima, his partner. I, I I totally forget his name. And Valerie Lorena all under a facet of a group. Let them be under a group. Let them be heels under one group, and let them all have come out and and similar to to Diamond Mine with Ivy Niles, you know, and the Creed Brothers along with Roddick, you could have this facet growing up and let them start beating beating people up and level up until you make their debut where Zion Quinn brings them out and they go after folks. I personally, personally, if I were, if I'm part of the NXT group um, in the creative, you know, I would definitely keep these guys all together. Also, Zion has been a, a, a competitor, been a little bit around the ropes and Bronco, Bronco Nima works extremely hard he is he i remember him he used to just he used to check us in with security now he's wrestling he is doing phenomenal um he gets the crowd going he has the look him and his tag team partner they got a look uh you know they 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 fit the they, they check the boxes if you see them in the airport 
yes, you you want to stop and you and you glance. He has the ex the what they call the the airport check. I um, keep an eye out for him and his partner. They did a phenomenal job. Um, then we had another match. And this one, that's when Grayson Waller came out. He cut a promo, and Tank Ledger comes out. Tank Ledger, also you see him. He was part of the security, part of the package. Tank Ledger, up and coming uh, wrestler um, in the Performance Center. And of course, he wanted to challenge Grayson Waller. Grayson Waller was not gonna wrestle him. And out come Kale Dixon. Kale Dixon, who came out, cut a promo, said how much he admires Grayson Waller, his favorite wrestler. Um, please, uh, Grayson, uh, I will be the honors and wrestle and and wrestle in your honor. Grayson Waller said, "No problem." But Tank says, "I'll wrestle you, Kale. But if I beat you, Kale, next time I'm back in Orlando here, then the live event, I'm wrestling you, Grayson Waller." So that was the stipulation. It was a stipulation. So Kale Dixon was wrestling for the honor of Grayson Waller, and the match, back and forth match. It was a uh, you could tell it was a development match between these two guys. You you know you wasn't gonna see the all out. You saw a lot of power from Tank Ledger. He's a big, strong built guy. He uses powerhouse, um, and he gets the, the victory on Kale Dixon for the. And after the match, Tank leaves. Kale gets on the mic. Starts kind of want to cry or asking for forgiveness for Waller for losing in his honor. And Waller comes back in. Of course, classic heel Waller. And he gets him his cutter, beats him and knocks him. And he leaves him in the ring, totally embarrassed, Grayson Waller style. And and after that, that, that match is over. So Grayson Waller gets out, gets his frustration out on Kale Dixon. At, but, but he stood in ringside. He says, you kept me on ringside to watch this match and you lose. And of course, while he was on ringside, he zinged everybody. I mean, the back and forth exchange, it was it was funny. It was good. So then we have the next match here. It was tag team match between Malik Blade and FS Adonfe. They were taking on Miles Bourne and Charlie Dempsey. I kind of like when I, I, I was torn because I, I like Malik Blade and Adonfe. I really do. They are really good tag teams. Watching them from the way they developed, made their debuts, and watching them grow through level up and now main roster that tag team match that they had for the titles that they came up short, but they have grown as a tag team. They worked great as a tag team. The chemistry was phenomenal. And then interesting pair, Miles Bourne and Charlie Dempsey. I was like, okay, I, I, I okay. Cause Miles Bourne looks like he looks, he checks the boxes too. And a technical, a really good amateur wrestling. He could wrestle. He could go. Of course, Miles Bourne is what is partially deaf. Um, a, and of course, Charlie Dempsey, the son of, Willem, Willem Regal, they made a good tag team. The match was a good match. I was, like I said, I was torn on which one I want, who, who I wanted to win. So I enjoyed the match itself. Back and forth, the match was clean. It was, it was really, really back and forth. Um, Charlie Dempsey does some phenomenal work in the ring. Uh, you know, he, 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 what can I say? He has lineages. I love, I love when him and Miles did a double, double European uppercut on an Ofe in a corner. The hot tag to, to. Malik, Malik comes in like a house of fire, the high flying moves from Malik. And of course, the natural tag team won here in Malik, Blade, and, and this Adolfe. They get the victory, clean victory, good match. It really got us going. It was a phenomenal match. I, I really enjoyed it. it. It just tore the house down there for to close out the first half of the Alive event in NXT Orlando. Then back at the intermission, we had a, a fatal four-way match. The winner gets a title, a woman's title shot, the next live event in Orlando next month. 
you have the competitors. You have Roxanne Perez, Indy Hartwell, Nikita Lyons, and Zoe Stark. So this is Nikita Lyons' first time getting her hands on Zoe Stark after that betrayal. Now, the Fatal 4-Way match, typical WWE Fatal 4-Way match, the ladies come out. They just go have it. But I love that Zoe and Nikita went at it. It immediately started, and you saw Indy and Roxy said, that's not my problem. That's not my match. That's not my issue. So both ladies backed away. Remember, Indy and Roxy were friends. They, they, they And, of course, you saw the promo on NXT that they're there. You don't trust anyone in the business. Then, of course, when Zoe was going for a pin, Indy interrupt, and then all hell broke loose. All four ladies in the ring, back and forth. It was This was a good match. The ladies back and forth. Of course, Nikita and, and Zoe could not contain themselves. They went fighting outside the ring all the way back to the locker room. Left Indy Hartwell one-on-one with Roxy Perez when Roxy hits the pop rocks. And Roxy Perez gets the victory and earns the woman title match. And her choosing next time. And they come to Orlando NXT against the woman's champion. Now, it'll be interesting to see Roxanne Perez getting her title shot. And wonder what, what that where that's going to lead. Then we have a North American Championship match. Yes, we have Pretty Deadly comes out. So it's going to be Kit Wilson taking on Wesley. Now, the crowd was pro-Wesley. There was a few people who were, were chanting Kit two belts because it was a title defense. And back and forth, Kit... Wesley, Wesley, always, always a gracious wrestler, always gracious with the crowd. He gets the crowd going. He got the it. He has an it factor when it comes to getting the crowd rubbed up on his side. He has it. He's an it factor. The high flying moves. Of course, we saluted him. It was a, uh, being a former Marine veteran. So Wesley, and he gets the victory on Kit Wilson. He also did a move there where he caught uh, got some blood from Kit Wilson's mouth. Kit Wilson looking really, really impressive in singles competition, despite the fact. Falling here to Wesley, but the match was really good. There was some high-flying aspects. Uh, you saw um, Elton Prince trying to get involved a couple of times in the match and then to the referee injection. Referee caught him on one aspect and ejected him from the ringside area. And, of course, that's where allowed Wesley to get the advantage and get and get the victory over over Wilson. And we get and we get a of the North American title. So Wesley defends his title. We'll leave next to the next match between the NXT women's tag team in the building. Yes, indeed. We have Kaden, Kaden Chance and uh, Katana Chance and Kaden Carter. I always get those names back up. Defeating, defeating and taking on and defeating Kiana James and Electra Lopez. Now, Kiana James um, has her new assistant. And she was out there in some really high heels up and down. Um, got on the apron a couple times as a distraction. And, of course, Electra Lopez teaming up with Katana James kind of works. But I kind of want to see Electra Lopez running her own group. So I don't know what they're going to do with Electra Lopez. Maybe it was just for this event. Um, Story-wise line had nothing to do with the storyline. Just that uh, Kiana cut a promo on how she wants to take over the bar that belongs to Fanny Henley. And, and, and take over that bar and buy it. Um, you know, so there's there that's Stony promo from, from NXT. That she cut. And also when Katana and, and Carter came out, um, Chance and Carter came out, we were all dancing and doing the whoop whoop. She comes to me and says, hey, you're not in a club. You're not. This is not a club. This is a wrestling ring. A typical heel fashion back and forth. Well, of course, back and forth. But they, Katana, Katana and Kaden, they win. They, they 
are the natural tag team. They defended their tag team titles. They hit with their finishing move. You know, you have you had Kate, you had Caden from the top ropes with the with the three sixty splash for the victory. They, the pin went on Kiana James. So after the match, they they win. They they grabbed up the crowd. And of course, we always love to see the NXT tag women's tag team. They are fun. They are a fun bunch of women. Um, they're really good. Um, they're getting get. They're also another group that naturally they're getting better and better. But I don't know where their ceiling is because of their height, you know. But don't underestimate them. They're a really good tag team. They wrestle as a tag team and they're fun. Yeah, I enjoy watching. Then we have a match: Cora Jade taking on Ivy Nile. So of course the crowd was all over Cora Jade. We had a bunch of hecklers that did not like Cora Jade. Of course, Cora Jade, what she did last time in, in Orlando and NXT, she offended or said something with one of the one of the crowd members and the crowd just did not forget about that. They had a they had receipts for Cora Jade and they were cashing those receipts on Cora Jade. They were booing her and the match was just a boo fest. Ivy Niles put up a good fight. Cora Jade defeats Ivy Niles. Of course, typical heel fashion, hooking the tights. She gets the victory at the end of the match. Cora Jade with the Kindle stick. Ivy Nile takes it. Was going to give her a whack. And Ivy Niles, although in defeat, got over. In the defeat, Ivy Niles always gets over with the crowd. Always gracious. So she gets the victory. And then we lead to the main event. And the main event with big, big, big men. You had the, the combination of Veer Mahan, Sangha, and teaming up with Von Wagner. All six-man tag action, taking on the Creed Brothers and the and NXT World Champion Braun Breaker. Now this match, back and forth, heavy hitting, clotheslines. My God, Sangha, dude, that dude is humongous. I, I was up close and I was like, whoa, this guy's a big dude. Veer Mahan, gracious, always there, um, back and forth uh, match there. We saw a preview of Braun and Von Wagner. They didn't wrestle much against each other. I guess they were trying to save it for Tuesday night. They didn't want us to see much of them chemistry-wise how they went, but they did go a little go there. But of course, Julius Creed, uh, of course, get the victory. The, the, the NXT champion gets the pin. They get the victory. The Creed brothers, along with Von Breaker, and then after the match. Robert, Robert Stone, get in the ring, said I had enough, and Ivy Niles was at ringside. Body slams Robert Stone, and of course, everyone leaves. Of course, they thank us on the microphone, Ron Breaker, and of course, the Creed Brothers went out and greeted everyone, you know, high fives, pictures, opportunities. If you have, ever have a chance to be in Orlando area, and you can make it to NXT Tuesdays, and there's an NXT live event, or even anywhere up and down the, the state of Florida, in Melbourne, Dade City, anywhere, I would advise you, go check out the NXT Live. They are fun. You get to get to see the wrestlers. You get to have a conversation, you know, quick conversation, pictures, opportunity, photo ops. They're very gracious. Those young kids, you know, those young kids, men and women um, from the NXT are excellent fans. Even uh, even when they just fan appreciation on Tuesday nights. You know, I know they're they're limited with time, but they're also very nice, very gracious. I, I've, I've never seen anyone who has a, a bad day or, or rude. Even the heels, they are very gracious. The NXT um, wrestlers are so nice. They're there. The WWE, more of the security is more of a pain in the neck. But other than that, everyone else is so nice. Um, you know, security is cool. They're cool people, but they have to do their job. You know, they, but, you know, they're, they're, everyone else, everyone in NXT is so nice there. Um, check it out. Go to a live event. And also, Santo Escobar was backstage at this event. He was backstage in the, in the, in the, um, backstage area he was there as well and 
Also, I forgot the, the big match of the night was. It was a three out of two falls. It was Trick Williams taking on the young man Christopher in a thumb wrestling match. And the winner gets an opportunity to get a big poster of Ron Breaker. And Christopher wins. He wins two out of three matches. He pins uh, Trick Williams for the victory. And he gets the win. So uh, Christopher is a young man, young kid, little young kid, little about six years old from the fan. You know, they picked him out of the crowd. And Trick Williams came out and did a wonderful job thumb wrestling him. And took off his shirt and played the role of a heel. Wonderful job, Trick Williams. He did a good job there. And the young kid uh, making memories. Making memories. And you got to commend that with that. This is why I'm a huge fan of NXT. Of the things that they do. Not just for the community, but the kids. You know, and and, and the way they, they grace themselves. Things that we don't see behind the cameras. When the cameras are off, the NXT um, universe does phenomenal. From everyone, from the wrestlers to, to the fans. Phenomenal job. That's why I'm a huge fan. And I love going every Tuesday nights to the NXT world. But... That was the event there for NXT Orlando. Had a great time there. I want to thank, again, my friend Terrence for allowing to send tickets for myself and my wife. I want to shout you out and thank you there. And I was honored to represent the wrestling club and go at, you know, and go at Waller on your behalf. So, so look there. So tonight, Monday Night Raw, we'll quick give you a quick preview of the matches that we know so far. You have Seth Rollins taking on Finn Balor, Matt Riddle, and Elias sticking on Alfred Academy. I will see. I believe, uh, my opinion, Elias turns heel and hits Matt Riddle with a guitar. That's just my opinion. You have, you're going to have a Miss TV segment with Johnny Gargano. Of course, with Dexter Loomis. Hopefully, we can finally get Dexter on the roster finally. And, of course, they're going to set up some more matches for War Games. You know, war, the women's War Games match. Which are going to be the members. Who's not going to be in it. Who's going to be in it. I hope they set that up. What is next for Omas after... Being beaten by Strowman, who's he going to go after? Omas. And, of course, I want to see, of course, the club with Mia Yim. Uh, maybe Mia Yim gets a, his, her hands on Rhea Ripley tonight, or we'll see. Or or what does JBL and Baron Corbin have next? I'm believing, me personally, I'm thinking if I'm booking, I will have Baron Corbin with Cameron Grimes. Bring them up to the and make them a tag team. Cameron Grimes fits that money with JBL. He will work. That will be money. That will be gold. But we shall see there. So with that said, uh, any news and notes other than uh, Kevin no, Kevin Owens got injured on a house show. In that same house show where a fan threw a beverage at Scarlett Bordeaux um, and fan was arrested. You, look, I'm sat in the front row seats. Wrestlers, it's part of the gimmick. Even if they insult you, they can't put their hands on you. Let them insult you. That's fun. Just laugh. They're not, dude. It's part of um, people. It's just part of the gimmick. If they, you know, you know what? They call you big nose. They call you chubby. They call you, you know, cross-eyed. It's part of the gimmick. That's their gimmick. That's it. You, you might, if you get offended, if you have such thin skin, maybe you shouldn't sit in the front row. Maybe you want to get a skybox or something. You know, they, they, it, it's, you, you know what? Be thankful they incorporated you part of the program. They give you a singer. You're part of the, now. You hey, guess what? You're part of the program. You know, so that fan, you know, now you're gonna get lawyers and courts and go back and forth and spend all this because you threw a drink at, at a performer. Come on, all she's doing is performing. She's just doing out there to entertain us, the masses, any man or female, male or female, anyone, anyone, even when they bring the young children, they're performers. They're performing respect. Respect the performers, even if you don't like it, even if they botch, just they're out there. Just give that respect. 
So kudos down, um, thumbs down on that fan for throwing a drink there. Also, congratulations to Diana Parasa and, and her husband. They got married over the weekend. Her fiance, they got married over the weekend. They're over a, well, a week ago. They're now Mrs. Mrs. Um, as well. And Chelsea Green has finished her obligations with Impact and look for her personally to be in the WWE. She tweeted out something about SmackDown two years ago. She made a debut. Personally, I would like to see them both come. The Virtuosa and Chelsea Green. They need more to women's tag team. You bring them. Personally, I would, they, they should be. They should have bought them as a total package, both of them. Also, last uh, NWA had Hard Times 3. They, that went over the weekend. I did not watch it, so I can't give you any results. I don't know. Um, I just know that Matt Cardona did not win the NWA heavyweight title. It was Tedris. So that I do know for a fact. So could it be Chelsea Green and Matt Cardona returning to the WWE as a tandem? You know, husband and wife. We saw Johnny Gargano and and Candice LeRae. So it could be it could be happening. But it'll be interesting there because remember Royal Rumble is a couple of weeks away, a month and a half away from, from the WWE too. So they're gonna need competitors. The, the also another news and notes before I end the program was uh, NW, we're also involving the NWA. Nick Aldis gave his his notice, no longer being part of the NWA, but it's getting messy with him and the president. Um, it's getting messy. Uh, you saw the president go on and busting open and, and totally defending himself, but went after Nick Aldis. Didn't like the fact that he's doing a his figures he's doing in business for himself um, on his way out, calling the product um, um, booking terribly not good. Um, hey, look, if you're Nick Aldis, you want out, just go out, just be quiet. You know, he got, he got suspended, so now he's able to go. Personally, I think he's going to be coming to the WWE with Mickey James. I believe that Nick Aldis should be head of uh, general manager of uh, NXT Europe. He is from the from England, so from the UK, and I, and I wouldn't be surprised if he's NXT Europe um, general manager, similar to what Shawn Michaels is doing, or if he comes as a competitor. Um, he is almost in his 40s and is in his mid 40s. Um, I know LA Knight is there as 40s as well, uh, early 40s. I know we, you know, there's no age shaming. If Nick Aldis could go, he could go. But how much more, how much more of a run really going to see? I think that's why he he fits the par as NXT U, uh, Europe um, president or general manager, whatever he wants to be out there. That's just my opinion. But we shall see there. So any other news and notes? Uh, We'll keep it here. Heal the ring. You can follow us anywhere on the audio platform here on the YouTube, in Twitch, Twitter, or any or the Facebook page. Heal the ring Facebook page. We always put uh, news and notes. And I am Export Jedi. We have we'll have the guys back on. You know we'll have the normal guys that normally watch along with us. So we'll be back. So for me to you, I know I see them that my producer spelled my watch along wrong, but I'll talk to him. You know you see we botch here too. So for me to you guys. We'll see you next time here on the Heal of the Ring podcast, and we'll say peace. Get so mad, there's no control Ladies and gentlemen, just in case so you live under life. a rock, I might grab a bat, I don't know, my rap, my blood boils over like, oh god, here goes, I lost all feeling from my head to my toes, you said some shit that I can't let go, so just stay tuned for the rest of the show. So have you ever felt betrayed, which is how you see things, realize something needs change, cause I know you got me fucked up, let me show you what's up. Cause enough is enough I'll take a fake full of payment Just to make a statement I know there's no turning back
villain. And I have no problem at all because I couldn't care less if you like me or not. I'm here for success. Yeah. And there's no one more successful than Grayson Moore. Yeah!